I start, God just encouraged me to share this verse. I shared this verse with a mate of mine last night and I feel like it's relevant right now. And it's from James 4, verse 7 to 10. And considering what the great worship time that we've had and what the Holy Spirit's speaking to us about right now, I just want to read this to you. This isn't even in my message, but I just felt God put this on my heart. So let God work his will in you. This is from the message translation. So let God work his will in you. Yell a loud no to the devil and watch him scamper. Say a quiet yes to God and he'll be there in no time. Quit dabbling in sin. Purify your inner life. Quit playing the field, hit rock bottom and cry your eyes out. The fun and games are over. Let's get serious, really serious. Get down on our knees before the master. It's the only way you'll get on your feet. Sometimes we feel like life knocks us down, but we keep fighting to try and get back up. But that word just says to me right there that sometimes he wants us there because that's where we're vulnerable and we're open with him. That's where we're our true selves. When we're no longer wearing masks or trying to hide from stuff, that's where we're our true selves. Above all else, guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. Proverbs 4, verse 23. Can you grab that other pulpit thingy? So let's guard our hearts. The desires of our heart, what are they? What are the things that we put our passions into, we put our, our value in? What are the things that drive us? Are they the things of the kingdom? Are they the things that are of Jesus? Are they motivated by him? Or do we focus on other things? On our stress, on our busy life, on the things that make us feel good and build us up? What are those things? What are those things? I've got two apples with me today. And these apples. Apples. This is my apple. I'm out of shot on YouTube. That's my apple. I did, Maxi, I did eat one on the way here. There were three, and now there's only two, because I didn't have breakfast. Because three looks better aesthetically, but there's only two left now. Anyway, back to it. Let's check our hearts today. I really feel like today's word is an opportunity for us to check our hearts. You know, God spoke to me this message in my sleep a few weeks ago. It, I, I literally was trying to sleep and then every two seconds I'd be waking up and writing a note on my phone and going back to sleep and then God would be stirring me again. I'd wake up. Jackie's like, what are you doing? I'm like, you know, God's speaking to me. But let's check our hearts today. What are the things that drive us, that motivate us in our life? Are we focused on the kingdom? Are we focused on what happens out of this place? Are we focused on how we are reflecting Jesus in our community, in our world, in our every interaction? 
What does this place mean? This place is a place where we come and gather, but do we see it traditionally as just a, a ticket? A, a, a church attendance is the way we punch our tickets so that we know we're going to, to heaven. Because we know that if we attend church and we believe in Jesus, that ultimately John 3.16 comes to pass that whoever believes in him shall no longer perish but have eternal life. But, so we end up in heaven, but what I'm talking about today is not just about what happens when we die. Yeah. It does, we don't just exist so we get our ticket to the afterlife. This is not something that we are just meeting together for, to, just to stamp that ticket. We are meeting together for a greater thing, a greater cause. You see, if, if we gather in this place, our faith should be stirred. Faith is something that can be measured. It's not just a religious thing. It, it's something that's growing and, and moving and shaping us. It's something we can reflect everywhere we go. I think Max needs an apple. It's, it's something we can reflect on everywhere we go. We can take that... We can take what we learn in this place. We can take what we learn in his word. And we can take it and share it with those that we do community with. It's not just a set of rules we follow. It becomes a lifestyle. It becomes something that consumes us. It becomes something that we can check ourselves against. We can check our progress. We, can, we, we get this set of rules and God, using his grace like we talked about already, can shape us and mould us and check us and correct us against our faith, against what he says to us. Today I'm going to check ourselves today. Because God put this word in me, but I'm not sure who it's for in this place. And I know there are a few people that come to mind, but I know it's definitely for me. Because sometimes I feel like I'm just going through the motions. And so I brought my apples with me today. I brought my apples with me today because I want these to represent our hearts. I know biblically apples mean other things, but today God wants me to show you this illustration that this represents our heart. These two apples represent us. This one is nice and shiny and new and tasty. They're good. This is a this is an apple that has been well looked after. This apple started out the same as that apple. In fact, it did. I bought them from the same shop. But this apple, this heart, has seen some trauma. It it's damaged. It's been beaten. It's bruised battered its flesh is starting to turn brown because it's been exposed to stuff it's been exposed to the world sometimes we might feel like this apple and sometimes we might feel like we've done too much too much bad stuff has happened to us or we've let too much bad stuff into our life we've let too much stuff that damages us into our life but I want to say today that if we've experienced too much and we feel like we've done too much and we feel like God can't even work in our lives anymore because we're too broken, because how can we restore this apple? This apple 
is no longer what it should be. It's broken. If we feel like that, I want to tell you today that the Word, the Word of God and God Himself says that we are, that that's the opposite. That we can still be this apple. We can still be broken and damaged. We can still be bruised and battered. We can still be damaged and have a relationship with Him because I read my Word and I know that's true. He says anybody can come to Him. No matter what we've been through. No matter what our life looks like. He puts this thing in our life called grace and He can save us and He can restore us. He can take this apple from this and restore it to this. This, if we look closely, still has blemishes. It's not perfect. None of us are. But God would say that we can be restored if we let Him build us. If we take our agenda off ourselves and off our world and off the things that try and consume us and if we take those things and we put them into ourselves and we put his word into ourselves and we say, God, I'm giving you everything. God, I give you everything. He can take the damaged apple, the damaged heart and shape it and mould it into a new heart. He will purify and restore us. He'll make us new. He'll make us into a new creation. His word says that. If anyone is in Christ, they are a new creation. The old has gone. The old is gone. It's not still lingering. God's word says it is gone. It's finished. And the new has come. That means new thoughts and new life. I want to talk today about more about these hearts because I feel like God is speaking to us today and he's giving me given me a, a few points. Usually my, my messages are more creative and, and, and more fluid, but God's given me some points that I want to stick to today. And I'm using a new app on my phone that's printing out stuff for me, so bear with me as I get through it. It converted my... I preached this yesterday and then it's come up here. But what I'm going to say today is a healthy heart. A healthy heart is a nurtured heart. It's a cared for heart. It's part of community. This, a healthy heart is connected. It's not isolating itself. When we get to this point and we feel like we're damaged and we're broken, often we tend to isolate ourselves. Often we tend to just want to be on the ground and rot because that's how we feel. We feel like no one cares for us. We feel like we've been abandoned. We feel like the damage is too much. But God would say that he wants us to be connected to him. It's very dangerous for us to isolate ourselves when we're in this point. Because the enemy will come in and he will speak into our lives rubbish. That says we're done and we're finished and that we're no good. A healthy heart is nurtured. It's part of community. It's cared for. God does all these things for us because he nurtures us and he protects us. The apple is connected. The heart is connected to the tree. You know, the, the, the ultimate place for this apple or this heart to be fruitful and connected is on the tree until it gets to the ripen point. So if we look at it that way and we say, 
God, I want to be part of the vine. I want to be connected to the tree. I want to be part of community because God is the one. He is the root of everything that we go through. He's the root. He knows us before we are born. He knows every hair on our heads. He knew the days of our lives. He knew, he knew the alpha. He knew the beginning and the end. Yeah, he's the alpha and the omega. So it's connected to the source. Because the source contains nutrients. It contains sustenance. It knows where its goodness comes from. If it's connected, it knows where the good things are. And it doesn't just experience the good thing once and then say, I'm done. It's in constant relationship with each other and with God, its creator. Because if it's not, it's becoming isolated again. It's not just a once-off interaction with a saviour. It's a continual connection to God, the Father, the creator. It's not just a once-off interaction with a saviour. It's not just a once-off interactional transaction to get this heart back to where it should be. It's a constant connection to God, the Father, the creator, the one who knew us before we were born. Because... We need to continue to grow and be family and be connected to God and connected to each other. You know, the healthy heart of a man or a woman is connected, but it also is teachable. It's teachable. It's willing to adhere to the Father. A heart that is after God is willing to adhere to the Father. It's willing to listen to the Creator. It's also willing to listen and be taught by those in the community that it lives in. The heart of a follower of Christ doesn't only listen to God, but it listens to all of us. Not just me from the front or Pastor Ben from the front, but it listens to those who have experience amongst us, those who have walked a journey, the nonners of our community. It listens. Because then... And it's willing to change. You know, this word came about, and it came about after Jackie pulled me up on something. She saw part of community, part of being surrounded by people who are close to you and you let into your inner circle can have an effect. It's just one word. Hey, you need to pick that up. Hey, you need to... I'm noticing you looking at life differently. You need, what's going on? Flip that. Change that. Because God will use people as much as he uses himself to speak into our lives. It takes discernment, but he will. We need to be in tune with God, willing to be corrected, willing to be pruned, willing to listen to those who care about us. A healthy heart is essentially part of community. And that's what we are here today. We're community. God didn't create us just to exist isolated. There's a verse in the Bible. I couldn't find it, but there's a verse that says that we are in fellow, when we're in fellowship with each other, we're stronger and we're connected to him in a greater way. He calls us to be part of fellowship and community. So I would encourage you today to seek that out more than ever. Seek out community with each other to seek out relationships where you can be held to account. 
where they can check you, check yourself before you wreck yourself. They can, they can be in community with you and they can check you. Because, as I said, it's not only me. It's not only those that are in leadership positions that can teach each other. It's, it's us as community getting alongside each other, reading your word together, guiding each other, even talking about each other's problems. Because what happens when we're isolated and we're, we're lonely and we're broken? We feel like we're the only ones that look like this or that have been through this. But let me tell you, it's not true. We feel like we're being attacked by the enemy and he's pushing us down into a place where we feel like we're broken and damaged. It's not true that we're isolated and we're alone because I can tell you that everyone in this room has been through stuff that's caused them trauma. Everyone in this room has been through times in their lives where they feel like they're broken and damaged, where they feel like they've been beaten. It's true. And anything less is a lie from the enemy. And it just helps the enemy to prune us and to isolate us away from that. And I'd say this, that some of my most profound ministry moments have not existed from this platform or with a microphone in my hand, but some of my greatest moments of ministry... And I'm saying this to encourage you that you don't have to be one that holds a mic to be a minister of the gospel. All right, Because God calls us all to be ministers of his word. So some of the most encouraging ministry times I've had have been in my office at work with non-believers or in the car park after church with a mate. God speaks in those places. God can speak in those places. So I'm going to do a little bit of an assessment today, a little bit of experiment. Juanita, I forgot. Can you bring me a knife, please, from the kitchen? We are going to examine these apples. We are. We're going to look at our hearts and see what we're truly connected to. And what I want you to notice when we do this experiment is it the same connection that this apple might have? I bet you any money the same connection is within this apple. Oh, we're going full chopping board and everything. <laughs> Just in case. And we're going to do this one hand. And it's a sharp knife. Hey, What's going on? Put the mic down. Alright, so you can hear me though. Hey, you can hear me, Jackie. <laughs> the wife always, always wants to be in the business, the wife. Alright, so this is the healthy apple. Oh, yeah, I did it right. This is the healthy apple. An apple that has, this one has very tiny teeth. So the apple is connected. The heart of man is connected to the Father, to the Creator. And the heart of man, the heart that's connected to the Creator has seeds, has the gospel, has the message of Jesus that we can share with community. And what happens when we plant these seeds? It grows something. So when, when we take our hearts and we look at the root of our heart, which is God, the Creator, 
That's the root of all of us. No matter what we've done or where we've been, the root is Christ, the root is God. And so we can share that. We could plant these seeds and they would grow. But what I want to show you is this. Is that this damaged, this damaged apple. seems to be damaged and broken seems to be of no value it, it's hard the flesh is starting to discolour but you'll see there's still some of the same heart of God in, in this damaged apple The apple that we believe is good and it's got it all together has a heart that God has placed in it. The apple that is the heart that is damaged and broken still is connected to the root. It's still connected to the creator. All the stuff can happen on the outside. All the stuff can happen all around us but God is essentially wanting to show us today that no matter where we've been and what we've done his, his heartbeat his fingerprint God the creator is still in us no matter what we've done and he places in us no matter what our heart looks like the ability to go out the ability to be restored and renewed, to be made new, the ability to be fruitful, even when we feel like we're broken. His, the seeds that he places within us are the same. We don't have to strive to be perfect because God makes us go through some stuff sometimes. We might not look like we've got it all together. We might look like we're broken. But he wants us to know today that we just need to connect ourselves to the root. We need to come back to him and want him. Not just want him at a surface level, but want him at the root of our very being. Not just want him here in this place on a Sunday for an hour or so but he wants us to know him with our heart in our heart he wants us to be shaped he wants us to be moulded he wants us to be corrected he wants us to be in a relationship with him he wants us to allow himself to come into our inner circle to be part of our life just in closing, I, I want to read a, a, a message, a Bible verse, if I may, from Jeremiah 17, verse 7. And it talks about what happens when we put our heart into God's hands and we trust him with it. 
Jeremiah 17, but blessed is the man who trusts me, God, creator, father. Blessed is the man who trusts me, God, the woman who sticks with God. They're like trees replanted in Eden. Trees replanted in Eden, putting down roots near the rivers. There's never a worry through the hottest of summers. Never, they never drop a leaf. It's serene and calm through all the droughts. And it bears fresh fruit in every season. No, no matter what we've experienced or what we've been through, God wants us to recommit ourselves to him. To trust him again so that we can be blessed. We can have peace. We can have peace that flows through us, that amidst the chaos of 2020 and 2021, it's unusual, but God would give us that peace. If only we'd give him our heart. Truly surrender ourselves, our own agendas, and give him our heart.